You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate Wendell, and I'm here with you today to talk Uh, a little bit about what's going on in our world. Tanner and I have been working on some things and the last few episodes have kind of alluded to some changes and things that are going on. And I just wanted to give you a little bit more of what I can share with you. And then just talk a little bit about what we have coming up and and in that give you some some tangible things that you can take with you and bring home to your to your husband or to your wife to your kids. So first and foremost, I have been flying solo on this podcast for the last few weeks and that's going to probably be the the norm for for most of the episodes. Tanner will jump in on these podcast where we feel like it's appropriate and where it's needed depending on who we're talking to or what's going on but I'm going to I'm going to sort of lead the charge here on the podcast. I'm a radio girl, you know, I've had two decades of radio experience and so this is sort of my next chapter in that and I feel really comfortable here with you and enjoy doing this. Tanner's more of that behind the scenes kind of guy, so you know, he's going to do more of that back end stuff. So we we just feel like this is sort of going to be the the way that we're going to both be able to play to our strengths. And and actually just that that thing right off the bat play to your strengths is actually a really great thing that you can take within your marriage see where you both have uh, something really strong to offer and say, hey, you know, I'm going to handle this more often and you're going to handle that more often because we're going to play to our strengths, right? So it's actually just a really great lesson to take within your family and and within your marriage. Mackenzie's joining me here. So I'm I'm live on this episode, which I, I like when I can get to go live and see you in, in real time. This will be the, the next episode though for the podcast when it gets released next week. So please, you know, say hello. Let me know where you're watching and listening from. I always love to hear from you. And if you are listening just through the podcast and and not live, or if you are, I guess I should say, please give us a text and say, hey, here's my question. Here's my concern. You want to know more information about something? You can always reach out and and connect with us. Tanner or myself will respond to those texts. So 720-459-4219. And we we love to hear from you and, and get connected with you. So so I'm gonna sort of lead this charge here with the podcast, which I'm really excited about. It it will still stay in that overall, I should, you know, the overarching theme of marriage and husbands and wives working things out and looking for those small little simple steps that can help them within their marriage. Some of this may be geared a little bit more towards women moving forward. And I just want to let you know that because you may have a friend, you might have a girlfriend who would really 
um, benefit from this. And I'd love for you to be able to share that with uh, your good friend and say, hey, this might be just what you need to listen to today and um, spread that word. And then for the guys who still listen, it's a great way to get some insight to how women think and how to sort of interact with your wife, right? Because uh, I always like when I can get insight of how guys operate and how I might be able to communicate and connect with Tanner, it's the same thing I, I would think on the reverse too. So if you know guys are listening, they'll be able to get that connection as well. So, so one of the things that we had talked about in last week's episode, if you had listened, was I was coming back from our trip to Utah St. George, Utah, we went to Mavara Fitness Resort. You may be familiar with it. You may not be. You might have looked it up because of that. It's a really great and intense experience. And one of the lessons out of that was just, you know, pushing yourself to more than what you think you're capable of doing because you're actually capable of doing it, right? So I pushed myself in a few different ways throughout that week and did more than what I thought I was capable of doing. Uh, Maybe some of it was out of FOMO. (laughs) Maybe some of it was because I just said, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for it and trust myself in the process that I can do this. Trust the mountain, trust the rocks, trust my shoes, like all the things, do things that kind of get me a little uncomfortable and it's going to be okay. I'm going to survive. But I pushed myself a lot through this that week and we can do the same thing in our everyday life and we can do the same thing in our marriage and with our family and do something that just makes you feel a little uncomfortable, but it's going to have great reward on the other side. So that was last week's episode. And out of that, and through that week, you know, Tanner and I got a lot of clarity about what we want to do and how we want to move forward. And I said, you know, what's really going to excite me is to have a group of women who want to come together and lean on each other for support, get guidance and, and lift each other up, right? Like we've got so much going on in the world right now. And so much that's negative that if we could create a group where and a community of people who really want to lift each other up and and help each other learn some new things, how great would that be, right? And then to be able to pass that along and spread that uh, will have such a tremendous ripple effect. So I got really excited about it. And I'm excited to say that we're going to do a five-day challenge starting on March 22nd. And if you're interested and you're watching this live, just comment below the video that you're interested and we'll send the link out for you. Right before I was going to go live, Tanner was like, uh, there's a little glitch. No, you know, so we're going to get all that handled. So just let us know that you're interested under the, the video and we'll get you the link for you to register for the challenge. And then if you're listening on the podcast, you know, we'll have the link in the show notes. But what what's so great about this is that it's going to be a, a group of women who really want to come in and learn how to curb the chaos. We, this is one of the things that I I talk about often in my household of like, it is so chaotic. Rooms are unfinished. If you saw actually what our, like my studio space looks like right now, there's boxes and stuff everywhere. I'm going to, you know, kind of reveal some things. My kitchen is always a mess with three small children and a dog. Like it drives me insane. Toys are always all over the place. I'm like, there's got to be a better way to keep toys organized and not lose things and prevent the dog from chewing the kids toys instead of the dog toys. Like, I mean, it's just 
See, like I get worked up even just talking about it, right? I know you have chaos. I know that there is stuff in your life right now that you're like, oh my God, can I just get my head above water? And I felt like this even in my single years. And I feel it in marriage too. And I feel it with a family too. It's awesome. Got some people interested in in the challenge. I'm so excited about this. Like I really am so excited about this. So I, I just, my brain has been turning of like, all the things that I can share with you and how I have been able to just calm, right? Just slow down. There's so, and some of them literally can take like 30 seconds, just some things like 30 seconds. We can all spare 30 seconds, right? We can spare five minutes. Some things might take a little bit longer and, and, and we'll go through all of that. But like some of the things that we can do to just feel like we're getting our head above water, right? Like it's, there's, I mean, really, there's so much that pulls at us that creates this chaos. And the first thing I'll tell you right off the bat if you're not doing this already, is you control where you're getting your input. What are you feeding yourself? When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that you do? Do you pick up your phone? Do you look at social media? Do you look at emails? Do you check text messages? Like, do you do that first thing in the morning or the last thing before you go to bed? Like that in itself is like, one thing that you can say, okay, I'm going to work on just eliminating that and minimize that. And we can talk about how that can work. I can help you structure a little bit more of just something tangible to be like, okay, here's when I know I can check these things and, and be able to also allow myself to start the day and end the day in a proper way that will allow me to thrive in the day, right? Like, I mean, the more I talk to people, and this goes for men and women, they are, they're in survival mode, right? We're already on edge and already emotionally high because of living through this pandemic and kids home with remote learning and jobs home and your workload is just doubled. Like there's just so many things that already just raise our anxiety. So how are we going to be able to just create that calm, right? So there's just a few things that, you know, we're going to talk about and we'll dive into this challenge again, starting March 22nd. It's that Monday, spread the word. You can share the link when I share it, when I get you the link, like you can share this with anyone, the more women that we can have together in this and participate the better, right? We're going to create this awesome community. So, so again, if you're watching this live, just share under the video that you're interested and I'll get you the link. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, the link will be in the show notes so that you can register for the challenge. One of the other things that I've now recognized that I wasn't doing in my marriage that, and actually even come like even really with our kids too, is that I'm not understanding what I want out of the situation. And I'm not taking the time to also understand what the other person wants. So whether that's 10 or my kids, 
right? And and sometimes it's kind of hard when you when it's a baby, right? You got a baby and you don't, you know, you're learning their cries and you're trying to figure it out, but it can be done, right? So we know how to learn that or that we should learn their cries in order to understand what they're asking for. And then of course, as the kids get older and words can be used or maybe words aren't coming out, but it's the action, it's the behavior that's happening, right? So we can learn what the other person wants, right? Having that level of understanding, why am I asking for what I want? To have that clarity helps to know how you're going to go into um, a particular situation. And then of course, learning how to gain understanding of the other person involved. Because I mean, let's think like, face it, we love our husband, right? We love our wife. We want to be able to uh, communicate well with them. We want to have that close connection. And if we're not taking time to understand their needs along with our own, like I'm not talking about being a doormat or anything like that, but if we're not taking the time to learn what, like what's, why is this all happening? Then it's really hard to be able to find a solution and find whatever kind of resolution that meeting in the middle type thing. Like it's really hard to understand or or to get to that place if we don't have that understanding. So we're going to talk about that too. And we're going to get into how you can really start to understand your needs and your husband or wife's need, you know, and, and be able to find some kind of happy middle ground. And then the next thing is that we're going to, we're going to look at how we can deepen that connection, right? So now we have a better understanding and we want to sort of restore the wounds. We're going to get into, you know, words have been said, things have been done. We're not super proud of. I know I'm not super proud of some of the things that I've done uh, or said to Tanner or even to my kids. Yeah, maybe in the private group, we'll talk about some of those specifics, but we're, we've all been there, right? I know that I, I don't love everything that I've done or said, and that really just goes for life. How do we restore that? How do we come back to a place where I love you and I want this to be good. I want our connection to be deep. I want us to be able to talk without feeling like we're on eggshells right? Like I want to be able to have that restoration and rest, you know, restoration can also take another form and just how we're taking care of ourselves. Like it's really important to know that we're taking care of ourselves so that we're also in a good healing place to be the best for our other, you know, our other person. So Rochelle asks here, what if your partner won't express their needs and uses the, I have no expectations line? Well, so Tanner comes from a place of like, he has no expectations. Tanner and I differ a little bit on just this idea of expectations. So, you know, you can have expectations for things, understand that the expectations may not be met. And how are you going to handle that? Right. So that's sort of my approach to it. You know, I can have expectations about certain things. I also understand that they might not be met and play out the way I thought that they would. So how am I going to, you know, how will I respond? And for most of my single adult years, I had a lot of expectations for how my life was supposed to be and they weren't, it wasn't being met and I fell into depression. 
And, and I got to a place where now I can handle expectations and either not have them going into a situation or whatnot and be okay with that. Or if I do have them, I'm now in a better place that like, well, they weren't met, but it went the way it was supposed to go. Right. You know, and I sort of have a little bit of a different approach. Tanner's approach is like, well, I've got no expectations. So I'm not, I'm just not disappointed. You know, I'm like the experience was what it was supposed to be. Expectations can also be, you know, you've already had a conversation with your spouse and, and you have this expectation that you're going to do the dishes and he's going to take out the garbage, right? Just to sort of use that stereotype. And then one of you doesn't do that. Well, then that's an expectations that's not met, but was agreed upon. And then you can have a conversation on that. So expectations are kind of an interesting topic. And, and many people talk about how you just sort of handle and approach expectations. As far as your partner not really expressing himself. Guys aren't typically expressive. I mean, they, I mean, if you've got a guy who loves to express himself, I think that's a really great thing. I think men are sort of raised to not express themselves and have feeling towards things. But the reality is though, they do. So men do have some level of expression on a certain thing. And if you get to something that they really love, you'll see them express themselves, right? Whether it's a football team or sex, right? Like there's just certain things that cars, you know, sort of those male stereotypical things that something that, or actually I know a lot of guys that love like all the tech stuff, right? You know, Tanner's kind of like that. He geeks out over, you know, all the technical kinds of things and loves like researching and, and you can see him expressing himself that he's excited about these things. So, so men do express themselves, but the, there, there is sort of this norm of like men are kind of taught to not really express their feelings which I think is a disservice to everyone involved, men and women. What, what I would suggest for how to approach this is to, to come to him and be like, hey, I know this might not be easy for you to share with me, but I need to better understand what it is that you would like, you know, or how you would want something to be handled. Because like, we're in this relationship together and I don't want these things to be one-sided. So can you just give me, can you give me a little bit of what's on your mind about this and whatever that happens to be, whatever that topic is or situation or experience is. So I, you know, coming from a place of like, Hey, like I care about your thoughts on this. I'm sure you have at least one opinion about what's happening and I want to be able to better understand you Men want understanding from us. You know, our guys want to know that we that we understand them. They're being heard just as much as the women want to be heard as well and feel like, you know, our guys are listening to us and not just sort of in one ear out the other, right? We 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 want that. It's a joint effort. So, if you can come from a place of like I like I really want to just better understand this and where you're coming from so we can just have a way that we're syncing up better. But we can certainly dive more into that in our challenge that we're starting, the Curb the Chaos Challenge that's coming March 22nd. I'm excited about this. This challenge is gonna be for women though. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're really gonna create this community of women where we can lean on each other and go through those things that are just tripping us up in our everyday life with 
our husbands, with our kids, just, you know, just how we can support each other and lift each other up. So I'm really excited about that. And then the other thing is, you know, everyone, I, well, I, maybe I shouldn't say everyone, be careful of those absolutes, but many people are telling you about balance that, oh, I want balance in my life. Oh, here's how you have balance in your life. And I'm going to tell you, there's no such thing as balance. So what the, ba- and what I would, and how I would like an extension of that is, yes, there's no balance, but what it is recognizing that at what point of your life where one takes, one thing takes a priority over another, and that's what your balance is for that season of your life, whatever that time period is. If it's a week, if it's a month, if it's three months, if it's maybe a year, right? Where your focus is predominantly on one thing, two things more than something else. That's balance. And then it'll start to shift again. And then it'll start to shift again. And then it'll shift again, right? So balance to me is recognizing that there are going to be certain things that will take priority for that period of time over something else. Doesn't mean the other things that are on the list as number two, three, four, or five isn't a priority to me, isn't in, or isn't important to me. But one thing has to come before the next. You, can, if you think of you know balance in the sense, oh, I want everything to be balanced. That means everything is like your split attention to everything where nothing actually has your full attention. And I don't think that's how we can operate as humans. I just don't. And and you can disagree, but I think we are in a place where certain things just have to have more attention for us and for, you know, or of us and of our minds than other things at certain times of our life. And, you know, to give you an example, after I got married, you know, Tanner and I got married, we moved me from New York City to just outside Denver. And I got pregnant right away, got pregnant like a couple weeks after we got married. I mean, maybe it was even a wedding night baby. I don't know, pretty close to it. But and and no, it wasn't beforehand, because I hadn't seen Tanner for like five weeks before our wedding, because we were living across the country. So it was definitely after the wedding, but I got pregnant right away, right? And, and I literally like from having Charlotte, postpartum recovering from that got she turned one in January and then I got pregnant again in February, the next February, right? So she was born in 2018 and by 2019, I got pregnant and then had David at the end of 2019. And I literally have had like two babies in like three years. And my last three years have been baby mode, like making a baby, healing from a baby, taking care of a baby, like everything's been baby. I'm kind of excited that I'm moving out of that, but it, but everything's been baby, right? That's my priority. And I sometimes think of people who I've been on the journey with in these various masterminds that Tanner and I've been a part of with business and just the people we stay connected with on business. I've seen their business exponentially grow or just how they've just advanced in so many different things. And our business stayed a little stagnant. And I'm like, man, you know, like, God, they got so much farther along and we're still here and up. But it's like, but I was in baby mode. I had to take care of these two small children. I had to create a safe environment for them to grow and for them to come into this world and to take care of them and to learn how to be a mother 
Like that was my number one priority. Didn't mean that I didn't work on my business. It didn't mean that I, I didn't do my best to be in, you know, full, you know, to come, you know, ready to work. And I did to the best of my ability. And that was with my radio career as well as the, the, the business that Tanner and I were building. But that really came second. It all came second because I was so much engrossed in being a new mom. And that was my top priority. And now that I'm sort of out of that, I'm coming out of that, I'm coming over the hump. I can now say, oh, great. Now let's, you know, kids are in school. They're doing, you know, they're growing, they're thriving. Like now I can put more energy back into business. And so that's what I mean by it's balance, but it's not balance, right? Like we have to look at how we're approaching things and where our attention is going and making sure that we're putting those things at the top of the list that are supposed to be at the top of the list and where things might need to shift. And we'll take a look at that. We'll look at the things that come, you know, that are in your world right now and how to manage that and prioritize that. And that's part of, is part of the challenge as well. So I'm really excited about this curb, the chaos challenge. Again, it starts March 22nd. We'll have uh, a link ready to go. Like I said, there was like a slight technical issue. So before I went live, so if you're interested and you're watching this live, just comment below and say, Hey, I'm interested. And we'll get you the link. If you're listening on the podcast, you know, a few days later, the link will be in the show notes and you can always reach out to us. Tanner or myself will respond. If you text us and just share what's going on and how we could help to 720-459-4219. And we, we love hearing from you. We get those text messages and, and want to be able to you know answer questions and help you along the way and see how maybe we can help you with the things that you're going through right now. But more than ever, it is so important to have people around you who lift you up who support you, who challenge you to go a little bit farther. It's so important now more than ever. You know, we're, many of us are still virtual. I mean, there are some states that are opening up. People are still traveling. Like Tanner and I have still traveled a few times in the last six months. You know, life is starting to open up, but so much is still virtual. And so we're not having that in-person connection. And I got to tell you, coming back from Mavara and having uh, in-person connection, like there's just nothing like it. Like I, I really hope, you know, we all get back to a place where we have those in-person things. But the digital world, the virtual, I should say the virtual world is not going to go away. We're still going to have these virtual places to have connection. And my, my dream is that we start building those connections in these in these groups like this these small groups like this challenge that we're going to we're going to launch in a couple of weeks where we can start building those connections and help it grow and grow and then get to in person types of events where we can be in person and we can hug and we can cheer each other on from side by side, right? I want that so badly. And that's part of our mission. That's part of what we're, we're building and what we're going to get to. And we're not going to let anything, we're not going to let anything stop us. So we want, we want your support. We want you to come in and be a part of this. We'll, we're starting here with this challenge with the women. Uh, I know that we'll have some things coming down the pipe for the guys as well, but it's just, 
one of those things that, you know, we know how special and sacred and amazing marriage is and is supposed to be and can be. And we want that for you. And maybe your marriage is good and, you know, things are going really well, but there's always room for something more, right? Or maybe you're just really struggling and you can't get your head above water. We've got a place for you too. So no matter where you are in the journey, however many years you've been married, you know, come in, learn something, support one another. You may have gone through something that was super challenging for you and you got through it. And now you could be a voice and a support for someone else who might be going through something similar or, 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 or the same. So this is really going to be a, a beautiful community of women coming together to help um, each other. And, I, and I'm excited to lead that charge. So thank you as always for being a part of what we do and supporting us. Tanner and I love you dearly. And I'm excited to sort of run with this podcast and do some other great things. I'm working on more interviews of resources who can help you in some of the areas that, you know, we're hearing from you that you might need help with and, and then more details to come on the challenge. So let us know that you want to get involved with that and we'll make sure to get you the link for you to sign up. And thank you for, again, always being a part of the one relationship. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now, and we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.